Robin Sharma once said, change is hardest at the beginning, messiest in the middle, and the best at the end. Welcome to the True Talk Podcast. Talking about changing the narrative in relationships, self-empowerment, development, and healing. Finding peace and contentment in life. Saginaw's very own True Talk Podcast. True Talk Podcast. The podcast you didn't know you needed. In the words of Lauren Hill, it could all be so simple. Now, here's your host, Bree Trudell. Welcome back, everybody, to the True Talk Podcast. Um, We are officially on episode five and this episode is going to be another one of my favorites that kind of piggybacks off of the last one. Um, it kind of just it piggybacks off of the last one, but it also ties together um, pretty much everything I've been talking about lately, but mainly episodes one, four, and then this will kind of tie those in and wrap that idea up. So I'm really excited to be doing this and why I picked this topic to be next. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed episode four. Um, it was by far one of my favorites. Um, It was shorter, but a very great, powerful message that I just feel like a lot of people need to hear and start to kind of incorporate into their lives. But um, I am so appreciative, guys, and I'm so thankful um, because you don't have to listen. You don't have to take the time out to do that, but you do. So thank you to everybody who's just been reposting and sharing, telling their friends, listening, um, and who's just kind of just going on this ride with me. I appreciate you guys so very much, and I will never, ever miss saying that in any of my episodes, whether it's in the beginning or the end or both. Um, So thank you, thank you, thank you. So let's get into today's topic, and today's topic is contentment. And um, I want to give like the the true definition of that and discontentment really quick just so everybody kind of knows the true definition of it because sometimes I think we get a we have a bad habit of creating new definitions for words (laughs) so I'm just gonna give the real definition here so contentment is the state of happy the state of happiness um and satisfaction or satisfaction and then discontentment means you know obviously um non-contentment and uh, dissatisfaction with your circumstances or dissatisfaction with something. Um, I just wanted to give those quickly before I get into things today. But I picked this topic because, like I said, this is going to kind of tie together everything um, from episode one and four that I've been talking about because without this, the others won't happen. So, contentment. I have been posing the question for a while now um, just because I'm a big observer of the world and I've been posing the question why is it so hard for people to just be content in their lives like why is it so hard like it's like a virus or something and nobody wants to catch it nobody wants to learn how to be content nobody wants to be content like we've made it a bad thing we have made being content with something or our lives or anything a bad thing like I remember talking to somebody and them asking me how I was doing and just we were in normal conversation I'm like yeah I'm really really happy I'm content in my life and like they kind of looked at me as if I was settling in a bad way or I just I don't know like they just gave me this look of like disapproval and I'm like is it a bad thing to be content with things in your life? Since when? Since when? But then, just like every other episode, like there's there's always a backstory to why I have 
the topics that I do. So then it made me like go through this journey every day of trying to figure out like at what point did being content become a bad thing? At what point? And so then obviously it made me start paying more attention to things that people, you know, like reoccurring memes that people share a lot um, that kind of tie into this topic and it started making me think back to when I was younger and back to when we were kids. Like I always do that because it can kind of help give a timeline of when things start in this world and what fed into them. Like I, I don't know, this is how my brain works. And then just through conversations with like the people around me and in my circle, like trying to figure it out. And so one post that I see on Facebook in particular, um, I guess on Instagram too, but it's one particular post that I see a lot that people share um, over and over again is like, one minute I feel like I'm doing great in life and the next minute I feel like I'm not doing enough and there's like a sad face after it and I see people repost and, and reshare this all the time and I'm like, that's not good, <laughs> that's not good and mind you, I guess I didn't pay as much attention to it until I started thinking about this topic but I'm like, I have a strong feeling that lack of contentment in your life is where that comes from, is where that feeling comes from. Because if I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing in my life, and I know I'm doing my best every day, obviously we can't give our best every day, but I know that I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. Why would I go from feeling that way to then feeling like I'm not doing enough? Where is that coming from? It's coming from a lack of contentment in your life of where you're at, maybe how much money you're making, the job you have. It's something in your life that you're not happy with. Or you're trying to measure things on an unrealistic ruler of success that this world has made you think you have to be on. Because truth be told, a lot of the things that we think uh, rates success or shows success is not even true. So, but that's a whole nother conversation for a whole nother day. But it's something that this world has made you think you're not doing enough of or you're not being as good a good at of, you know? And so to a certain degree, that does trickle from some type of feeling deep down of not being content where you're at, what you're with what you're doing, with um where you're putting your energy or with your circumstances or just what you have. It's coming from that in some kind of way. Now, let me just put a disclaimer out there before I really get into this. I understand in some circumstances not being content with things because, like I said, the, the true definition of discontentment is not being satisfied with your circumstances. Totally understand there are plenty of circumstances where you shouldn't be content with them. And honestly, some of those circumstances are like, obviously, like if you're in a, an abusive relationship, obviously, I would never expect you to be content with that. That's something you should not want to be content with. Or if you're in abusive situations or you're just in really bad mental situations or it's something like actually really bad to your mental, physical, spiritual or, or emotional health and things of that nature. But what I wouldn't consider being discontent about is like say you're making 60,000 at work and you'd rather be making 80 and you you want to apply this and say well I'm discontent about that so I have the right to be no that's more like okay you have a goal you have a goal of wanting to make 80 but you're content at, for right now about making 60 because at least it's paying your bills it's providing for yourself it's taking care of yourself and it's it's getting you by if not more than getting you by at least you have a savings you're paying your bills it's enough to 
for you right now. And so being a part of being content is knowing that what you have is enough. You know, anything plus that is great. So that 80,000 can be a goal for you. It's something you want to level up to, but it's not something that you have to be discontent about. It's something you can be content about for the time being, and you have a goal to get to 80. But if you're in an abusive relationship, of course not. You shouldn't be content about that. I mean, your body, honestly, and your, your spiritual and your emotional state won't let you be content about that anyway, in my opinion. But those are kind of just two small examples of, of differences of what I would consider something to be discontent about. And you have all rights to be in something that maybe we misapply discontentment to that really is you should more so be content with what you make, but you actually have a goal of what you rather make. And that's just a small example of kind of the difference and how you can start to apply that in your life of what are you really or what could you really actually be more content about and make it a goal? And what is something rightfully so to be discontent about? And so those aren't the types of things if you are discontent that I'm talking about, but I'm talking to the people who you're doing everything you're supposed to be or you're doing your best. You have a job, you know, you, you got your stuff together, you're paying your bills, you're, you're out here doing what you need to be doing and you still always feel like it ain't good enough and you're never happy with what you have. That's not okay and that's scary and you have no idea what kind of unhealthiness that's putting on your mental Every day that you're doing your best, but something or somebody or even that little voice in your head is telling you it's still not good enough. That's not okay. And it's not always that they make you feel like it's not good enough. They have a good habit of making you feel like there's always something better. There's always something better than what you have or bigger or faster or whatever. They always make you feel like there is something else better. And you guys don't think that that trickles into relationships and why our generation sucks at them <laughs> and uh, the dating scene is terrible and why there's really not much loyalty out there anymore and a lot of cheating and, you know, side dudes, side chicks and why this all is being glorified anymore and why there's so many people out there who are like, I just want to find somebody who won't cheat on me or leave me just when things get a little hard or any of that. You don't think that them making you feel like there's always something bigger or better or giving you way too many options, in my opinion. Not just talking about relationships in life. Sometimes I really think we have way too many options. But you don't think that all those things that they make you feel in your normal daily life don't trickle in your mind into the other aspects of your life. And what maybe why it's such an issue now. All of this comes from the fact that in my opinion and I'm going to always say that because like I, I say in the, the first couple episodes that I had nothing that I'm ever saying am I telling you that it has to be right to you or it's a factual thing to you it's just how I feel how I see it of course so I'm always going to put that out there first but in my opinion this world thrives off of your discontentment and it actually like not only thrives off it but it revolves around it and it's their goal to make you discontent and you're like okay brie like what do you mean they 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 what i mean is is think about commercials television advertisement shows movies um the fact that we have so much accessibility to celebrities lives and what they've got going on every day and their houses and their cars and just literally their lives when when we were younger that was not a thing like the only time you really seen anything about their life was on 
MTV Cribs or when you went to see them on tour or you seen them giving an interview. We didn't know what they had going on every day. We didn't have their Snap, their Instagram, none of that. You don't think that through television and shows and commercials and advertisement and marketing in those ways and through social media, especially more than anything else, that that doesn't make you discontent and that's not where it comes from. That's exactly where it comes from. You are constantly being shown every single day what you don't have or that what you do have isn't good enough because there's all these other things out here that they, quote unquote, are making you feel are better. And I'll give you a very easy example. Think about if you worked your butt off to get your first car. You know, you saved up, you went and got one and say we're in this year and the car that you went and bought was like a 2011 and you're driving it around or whatever and let's say we're not in we're in 2021 but it's not as advanced and social media isn't as big of a thing right now so you don't see everything you just you went and got your car and you're driving it around and it's the it's like the best thing you've ever had you're so happy you got it you worked your butt off for it and then maybe you you're in college and you pull up to school and somebody else pulls up next to you and they're in a Range Rover, 2021 Range Rover. And you're looking in their car and they got all these fancy gadgets and all this uh, new technology on their cars and everything else. And now you're looking at your car like, well, I guess my car is kind of crappy. Like, I don't got any of that. Like, dang, like, I want that. Like, I need to work to get that. And in that moment, Some people love to say, well, like, that's just motivation. For some people, it's motivation. For a lot of people, that just that situation and and him seeing that other car and, and him thinking, well, dang, my car sucks. That just created and started a a um act of discontentment in his head about his own car, because now all he's going to be focused on is getting that one. And just dealing with this one that he has. When just a few minutes ago, he was so happy to be driving the car that he had. And now he's not really. Now he's just like, okay, I'm just dealing with this for now. Like, I need that. Because somebody showed him something better. Well, they made it seem better. Because it's newer and faster and maybe has more technology. All that stuff. That's just a real life example that happens every day. Just in a lot of different ways. What do you think happens when... You have kids and they're playing with a bunch of toys that you just bought them and a commercial comes on and it's advertising the same kind of toys but the newer versions that can talk and maybe walk and do all these things that that one can't. And then they look up while they're playing with these toys. They look up and see that commercial and then they look at you and go, mommy or daddy, I want that toy. And then you look at them like, well, honey, you you have those. You're playing with the same thing, basically. No, I mean, but that one can do this and that one can do that. And that one's just this, this and this. I don't have anything like that. Mine doesn't do that. I want that one. And then it escalates into them screaming and crying and throwing fits. And when you're in the store, they're literally hugging your leg and screaming because they want that new toy that they were just, they just seen on an advertisement and on a commercial. But you're looking at them like you literally have the same thing. But because a lot of us, not everybody, but a lot of us who grew up, we felt like we didn't always have everything that we wanted. So then we turned into adults that give ourselves everything. And then that translates into your child's life. And you have that mentality. 
that I just want my kids to have better than what I did. I want them to have more than what I did. But you guys don't understand that that shouldn't always mean material things. Because in that moment, you go and buy them that toy, you are slowly, through the help of the world, of course, you are slowly feeding into helping them start to have that mindset of discontentment. That the toy that she just had in her hand isn't good enough and she needs the next best thing. You guys don't think that it starts when we're kids? And I'm just talking about children in general, but we were all kids. So that's what I'm getting at. Starting from when we were kids and where it starts sometimes is always being shown what we don't have. And it starts to make us not appreciate or be content with what we do have. And that's where it starts. These brands and, and, and companies out here purposely market to children because they need to start programming you and brainwashing you as soon as you come out the womb literally as soon as you are old enough to understand tv and watch it you're being programmed to no longer be content with your life and from there on you won't be you usually aren't obviously with everything that i talk about there's always that small group of people who are always the oddballs that have always been grateful and always been content didn't always feed into the hype or the next best thing and i i love that for all y'all because i've always been that way too but At the same time, the people who aren't, it's not your fault. You're a victim of it. But that's what my episodes are for is I want to change the narrative for all of you who have been caught up in a lot of this stuff. I'm trying to change the narrative that that is not good. It's not good for you. It's not good to instill in your children. And, you know, my whole thing in in, in this example is think about if she would have never seen that commercial. She would have been perfectly fine with the toy she had in her hand she would have loved it and played with it probably till it broke but because she was shown something that was quote-unquote better or newer now she does she's not happy with that toy she doesn't even want it anymore isn't that crazy isn't that crazy how that works that's literally what what happens with us as adults and if you don't think that these companies and brands purposely revolve around your discontentment or thrive off of it i'll give you this other picture so first and foremost i'll say that contentment means satisfaction right happiness and your circumstances are what you have um or in general and a satisfied person child adult whoever a satisfied content person with what they have is no longer marketable It's no longer able to be pulled into buying the next best thing because they're happy with what they have, right? Same with children. That doesn't make them money. That doesn't make a company money. And I know one thing we can all agree on is this world revolves around money. So you don't think that it technically revolves around your discontentment then if you put all those pieces together? It most definitely does. That's just the way of the world. That is just the way of the world. And that's how these companies are is think about iPhones. At what point are we going to stop making them? (laughs) At what point are they just, they do what they do and that's it, you know? Like for me, obviously looking at the first couple of iPhones compared to now, yes, obviously there's big differences. I am not um, upset about advancement in technology. That's not what 
I'm not mad about it. I mean, that's just what happens. Like the world just continues to grow in that in that field. I get it. But let's just be honest. The last couple of iPhones, aside from adding an extra camera and making a couple small changes, they do the same things. They're the same thing, but they get you every single year. They get you. That iPhone forever plan. They get you into wanting the new iPhone every year. Same with 2K. Same with PlayStations. I'm not saying that some of them haven't made a step up. Of course they have. But on a large general sense, you get what I'm saying. They make you feel like the phone, the game system, the game that you have right now isn't as good and you got to have this next best thing. But then you get it because I've done it. You get the new iPhone and it's like, man, I really could have kept my other one. Ain't nothing really different with this. Same with a game. It's just it's it trickles into everything. They get you into thinking that they make you not be able to enjoy what you have anymore because now they're showing you something, quote unquote, that they are making you feel is better. This is what happens with us. And it trickles into social media as well. And the reason why I bring up social media is because of the example earlier that I gave about, you know, one moment I feel like I'm this and the next I feel like I'm that. Everything I just said, you don't think that from them doing that to us year after year after year, that it doesn't trickle into how you feel about yourself and about your own life. It definitely does. It makes you start to look at your own life and never be happy with anything. Nothing is ever good enough for you. That is very, very, very scary. And I'm breaking all this down for you guys because I know sometimes we have that feeling like we know something ain't right or we're not at peace with something or this kind of stuff be at the tip of your tongue, but you can't really figure out what it is, where it's coming from or why am I like this? Why why am I like this? Because in that post that I I gave the example of from, from Facebook, to me, that's it's like a cry out for like, why am I like this? This these are the reasons that we overlook every day because we're so caught up in a routine of how we all live. These are a lot of the reasons and why it's translated into your own personal life is because you have been made to be discontent since you were a child about everything in your life. That is so sad and so scary. And you really got to pull yourself out of it. They're not going to stop. Of course not. They wouldn't make a living if they did. You got to learn to pull yourself out of it. And this is for the people who are like myself, who are goal-oriented. And I just want to put this out there as well. None of this and learning the act of being content or being happy with what you have or where you're at has nothing to do with wanting better for yourself or having goals that you want to achieve or wanting to still level up and move up. That's amazing. I am the one of the biggest goal-oriented people ever, and I've said this in one of my other episodes, there can be contentment in still goals of improvement or wanting more for yourself. There is a balance there, a very happy, amazing balance. Just because I might say, I'm just really content with my life and where it's at right now and where I'm at and how everything's going but I definitely have goals like I'm definitely going to still keep pushing myself because I have goals I want to achieve I got things I got to do and that I want to do and I want to be here and here and here but I'm still happy with where I'm at though I'm still content with what I have I'm enjoying with what I got ain't nothing wrong with that you can have a balance you don't it's like we've learned we had to choose one or the other 
somebody says I'm content, that means, oh, you must not have goals. You must not want to be any better than this. Okay, that's not what that means. That's not in any way, shape, or form what that means. And the fact that we have been brainwashed to think that and that we're in, we, we are feeding into it and making other people feel like that is a shame. That has nothing to do with still wanting better for yourself or pushing yourself. But the fact that you feel like if you do have goals that there's no way you can be happy with where you're at or enjoy it or at least be happy with it, that's crazy, man. That is so crazy. That's, that is not the way to think about things, in my opinion. And like I said before, contentment is being satisfied with something or your circumstances. I am beyond satisfied with my circumstances right now but I still have so many goals for myself and I still want to be on a whole different level years from now and then months from now like you can have both people you can have both so sorry I kind of went off for a minute there (laughs) but it just you know I hate to see that mindset because it's just like there's so many amazing people out here who think you got to choose between being content and having goals and being goal-oriented and you don't just so you know, you don't. And as far as, you know, me bringing up social media, it's just a tie into the fact that that's just another ploy that has fed into our discontentment because of how much accessibility we have to other people's lives um, all the time and what they have and what they're doing that we're always comparing. Um, and it's always putting us, whether we know it or not, in a mental uh, situation of discontentment or c- comparing to the point where we make ourselves feel like we're not doing enough or we're not We don't have like the best clothes or there's something else better. There's a car that's out there we should be having or we should be vacationing like this because they are. Our wedding's got to be like this because theirs was like all that comparing and all that accessibility to everybody else's stuff is still feeding into you being discontent with your own life. But you don't even realize it's happening. Hence why I keep using the word programming. All of this is a ploy into that. But what's crazy is we're always being shown something better quote-unquote or the next best thing but the crazy part is is the things that they've made all of us feel like we have to have or make us feel like we want there's always like another side to that story and the other side would be and it's something I've talked to my coworker about um and he was just saying that like people try to keep up with the Joneses anymore and try to always have like the biggest stuff and the the newest stuff and things that cost all this money and they got to keep going and going and going because after so long there's something newer and after so long there's something better there's after so long there's something that costs more money and once you start getting into that lifestyle and getting caught up into that circle of things you can't stop the money almost has you under a spell or has you in shackles and you have to keep going because you're never going you, you you're never really in a state of contentment trying to chase things that require all this money or things that are thought to have brought you fulfillment or happiness because of the money or because it was always told to you that having a mansion and having all these new cars and having all this money is what's going to bring you happiness and that's why you got caught up in it but you start to find out later that it doesn't and the crazy part is, is a lot of us think that we want all those things because we've been told that but a lot of the time the people that I see that have all that stuff are never actually happy They don't look happy. They look stressed and upset and like they wish that they could just go back to when (laughs) they were just average people without it all because it doesn't actually bring happiness. With more money comes more problems. 
And so that's what I mean by there's always another side to the story of when they keep filling your head with the idea that there's always something better that you should be having. There's always another side to that story. It's not always actually better. That's why I keep saying, in quote, they make you think it's better. Usually, nine times out of ten, that's not the case. And because they pretty much brainwash you your whole life to being discontent and most of the things that they make you discontent about usually has to do with money or buying something. The fact that you're almost gonna, they want you to almost chase a dollar sign your whole life, I can tell you that it's a fact that you will never know peace, you will never know contentment if that's the case. You will never ever have it if you spend your entire life chasing a dollar sign. And I'm just gonna lay that one there And I'm going to keep that one there. And I think, honestly, in this, the worst part about it all is that they've kept us so distracted for so many years so that we never would come to the realization that they're a big part of the reason why we don't have contentment in our lives, even with ourselves or relationships or families or anything that what they've done to us over the years and what the world has done to us, I should say, over the years is why we always have that feeling. They've kept us so distracted with social media, our phones, Hulu, Netflix, all these shows, you know, concerts and artists and celebrity life and and TV and commercials and whatever else, money, things that require money. They've kept us so distracted over the years that none of us have really even had the time to sit back and realize that you're not and haven't been for the longest time content with your life or yourself or anything. And that's why you're usually so unhappy all the time or never really feel happy or peaceful. Isn't it? Isn't that crazy? I mean, I've said it on multiple occasions that we don't take enough time to sit back and, and reflect on things, but this just goes into it too. But they've kept you so distracted purposely so that you'll keep following that hamster wheel of discontentment and buying their brands and, and, and engaging in all this stuff and continuing to always be discontent so that you'll, you'll never have a second to stop and really realize how you aren't. And how to fix that and how to become that. Because that's one of their worst fears, of course. We don't want people to start being happy and content with their life and content with what they have and staying in relationships and being happy in those. We, we don't want that. You know what I'm saying? And I ain't going to get too much further into it because I'm, I'm just not. But they definitely have kept us distracted for a very long time. And it's funny that after I realized that, I'm like, you know, Maybe that's the reason why as we get older, we all start to have that similar mindset of, I just want things to be simple. I just want life to be a little less complicated and just simpler. Isn't it weird how we all kind of come to that conclusion as we get older and we heard our parents say those things or how they would act or I've heard some people say like, now I understand why my grandpa and my grandma used to just sit on the porch. Like little sayings like that. But what I get from that is, is it's so peaceful and calming and not so distracting and it's not so noisy it's simple it's peaceful it's content and we learn it as we get older and I think we all at a certain point learn to or start to crave simplicity and contentment but we don't even realize it in peace we don't even realize it and in my opinion it's because They kept us distracted for so long and we have to almost unprogram to start to figure out what it is that we're craving. 
what is that? And it's funny because I made a post on Facebook one day and I said, I think we all really just want peace in our life. We're all searching for peace and we don't even realize it. And so many people shared it. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, it's another thing that I've noticed that as we all get older, we all start to want the same things. But the crazy part is, and I'm going to say something, I hope it doesn't go over your head. Mind you, again, I'm a big believer in God. And if you're not, that's okay. Or if you believe in a different God, that's okay. You, you fit in where you need to with this. But there might be a reason for that. There might be a reason that as we all get older, we start to crave and want the same things. And simplicity and contentment and peace is because our souls were all kind of created similarly. And they, are all, they all were created, in my opinion, by God. And they always, they crave simplicity. They crave contentment and peace because that's what God is. It's what he wanted for us, in my opinion. One of the things anyway, or a couple of the things. Contentment, gratitude, peace. So it's not abnormal that as you get older, your soul is craving to get back to what it's supposed to have after being programmed for so long. And it's almost like a internal battle with who the world created you to be and who you were are and who you're really supposed to be what the world has made you feel you have to have and what you're really supposed to have and woof <laughs> woo if i hope that doesn't that didn't go over your heads if it did replay it please and just hear what i'm saying and so to wrap up this thought on simplicity and just us all craving that you know and less complicated and contentment and and peace in our life one of my favorite songs ever in life is um x factor by lauren hill and the very first line of the song says it could all be so simple and if anybody follows me on twitter which i don't really tweet that much but you'd know that every year there's i guess handful of quotes i post once a year and that's it's that's one of them is it could all be so simple because that line has always hit so hard to me my whole life. And I never really knew why till I got a little older. And I'm like, it's because life is supposed to be and it was meant to be simple. Things are supposed to be simple. We overcomplicate them. This life has made us overcomplicate them. Life has overcomplicated them or complicated things for us. But it's supposed to be simple. And that's what we need to get back to. Individually, within, our, within ourselves, within our homes, within our families, within our lives. That's what we need to get back to. But this is a big reason and why I wanted this topic to be for this episode. Is this is a big reason why it's not. Is because we are always living in a state of discontentment. And you are the one in control of breaking that and changing that narrative. And once you do, I promise you, you will start to realize how much better your mindset is, your mental health, how much better your spirit feels, your emotional state, physical. Everything will feel so much better. Your life will become so much better the more you start to become more content or at least practice contentment, the more you start to move in gratitude. You'll be surprised how much better it'll be in your life. And I actually came up with a a little equation because, I mean, I really love math and I do accounting. So, like, it just, it's a nerdy thing that makes me so happy. But I came up with an an equation for all of this to kind of tie in episode one, four, and now five. And it's basically that contentment plus gratitude 
equals a simple life which brings you happiness and peace. Contentment plus gratitude equals a simple life which will bring you happiness and peace. Without one, you can't have the rest. So you can't have a simple life or no peace and happiness without contentment because contentment is happiness and satisfaction with your circumstances. You can't be at peace if you're not grateful for the things in your life. And you really can't get to contentment without gratitude. So contentment plus gratitude equals a simple life which will bring you happiness and peace. And it's really that simple. But you can't have one without the other. And I'm not going to lie, I felt really cool when I put that together. So don't call me a nerd and don't laugh at me. But I'm just sharing that with you all that I was like, you know what? That is great. And I really might get that tatted on me one day. Because I love tattoos anyway, if you know me. So anyway, I'm sharing personal things every so often with you guys from now on just because it's funny to me and kind of letting you guys get to know me a little bit. But I really might get that tatted on me one day. So don't be surprised if you see that that happens. So to wrap up this episode for today, I'm just going to say a couple things. God never said that you wouldn't be tempted in life. I think actually in the Bible, it does state that you will be tempted a lot every day but it's up to you to kind of fight those temptations off and a really great way to learn how to fight them off or to have a shield to do it for you is to walk in a state of contentment and gratitude as long as you do that temptations really won't even be temptations to you anymore when i tell you i've been in this state for a very long time nothing tempts me anymore because I am at peace with everything. And again, remember my equation of how I got that way and where that came from and how I got to that point. So even though there's temptations every day of wanting to buy something new or get these things or get these new things, because mind you, I still buy stuff myself. But it's because I actually want to or because I have no choice but to because maybe my car breaks down and it's time to get a new one or my phone just stops working. I have to get a new one. Like it's the only times that I do. It's never because I was tempted or because it, I was made to feel like what I had wasn't good enough or I wasn't enjoying it. So the best way to fight temptations is to walk in a state of gratitude and contentment and to live a peaceful life. And you really won't even be tempted anymore. And I just want everybody to take a second to just simply look around and realize that you're blessed. Realize how blessed you are. And I think I may have touched on this in my first episode and maybe a different one too, but we have a bad habit of thinking that blessings equal material things and money. They don't. That's actually not what being blessed is. Being blessed is being healthy, mentally, physically, spiritually, and emotionally. And having a roof over your head and having, you know, somewhere to lay your head every night and having clothes to put on your back and food to eat and water to drink and and those types of things. Having a solid foundation around you, having a family, having a structure and having a relationship with yourself and with God, in my opinion, and knowing yourself and being at peace. Those are blessings. Not material things. Those are just cool things that we're thankful to have. But that's not what being blessed means. So when I say look around and realize you're blessed, don't look at the pile of Jordans sitting in your closet. It's not what I'm talking about. Don't look at all the money sitting in your bank account. Although being financially stable is is a blessing, yes. I mean, in this day and age, we have to have money to survive, unfortunately. So yes, 
money for stability purposes, of course. But I don't mean material things. I don't mean all that stuff sitting in your closet. I don't necessarily mean any of that. That's not what being blessed means. So just realize that you are blessed and simplicity is a blessing. If you're living a simple lifestyle, that's a blessing because a lot of people are not and they're striving to get there. They want to be. So congratulations for anybody who already is living a a simple lifestyle and who has learned the act of contentment and who is kind of unplugged from the world and from them continuously making you discontent all the time. And, um, you know, I just hope the rest of us can catch up, you know, and start changing the narrative and just realize that it started since we were kids, but we don't have to keep living like that. You shouldn't have to keep living your life always being unhappy with everything or where you're at or what you have or who you are. That is so crazy, and I feel so bad about that. So let's start changing the narrative and working on these things and unplugging. And um, I hope that what I've said today has resonated with some of you or can really help some of you. Again, you have to be really open-minded to this kind of stuff and just don't get defensive about some of it. Just hear me out in what I'm saying. And you can take a lot of this also and apply it to your relationships as well. I didn't get too far into relationship stuff, but a lot of the reasons why we have problems with them now is contentment and too many options and everything else. But that's a, a different conversation for a different day and a different topic. But I hope you guys can take what I've said in this in this episode and really apply it moving forward and um thank you guys so much for listening as always and i love you guys i hope you have a great start to your week you've been listening to true talk podcast with brie trudell thanks for listening to the show we hope you had fun we know we did if you did make sure to like rate and review the show and we'll be back soon But in the meantime, you can hook up with us on Instagram. Remember, true has three U's at underscore true talk podcast on Apple podcast and Spotify at true talk podcast and on Facebook at true talk till next time. Maya Angelou once said, if you don't like something, change it. If you can't change it, change your attitude.